You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. I should tell a story just before uh, going too too far, and uh, I want I really want to tell it because uh, usually I can talk about metal when I get interviewed, and now, but I don't think I would be here without Despise Icon because I don't know how many times I saw uh, Despise, Iron Dissonance, Benny the Massacre, the, that that whole crew that I, I was friend friends with them, and I was hanging my Bagman DVD and the the guy that shot the first clip of the Spice Icon uh, is Jean-Philippe Bernier and uh, Alex uh, shown in my, my movies and he said like those guys are super good they just need someone like me to tell them how <laughs> like the, the technical side of, of of filmmaking and that's how we met Jean-Philippe Bernier which became our DP. Hey what's up everyone Matt here from Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast. I hope that you had a killer weekend. I most certainly did. This Fox and Hops episode is presented by Heavy Montreal. Heavy Montreal are Montreal's premier metal promoter. And if you are ever in Montreal, trust me when I say this, if you are looking for a killer show to go to, Heavy Montreal will have you covered. I am beyond stoked to have Heavy Montreal behind the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast. Now, before we jump into today's episode, I'd just like to ask you to follow the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast on the podcast platform of your choice. But more than that, I would love for you to tell a friend about the podcast. To someone in your life that just loves extreme music and loves craft beer, well, you should definitely let them know that the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast exists. You could tell them that there are over 400 episodes where I sit down with some of the world's best metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while enjoying craft beers. If you would encourage one of your metalhead, beer-loving friends to become a brand new Vox and Hops head, that would be something that I would truly appreciate. Now, today on the podcast, I'm very stoked to be with the filmmaker Francois Simao. Get ready, everyone. This is Vox and Hops, episode number 447. I warn you, what you are about to hear is very disturbing indeed. Hey, what's up, everyone? Today, I'm very stoked to be with Francois Simao, the director, the uh, actor a little bit, uh, the writer. He makes movies, people. I have not had very many people that make movies on the podcast, uh, but I've watched his movie, and I had watched his movie before I ever met him, and then he turns out that he's friends with Dom Grimao, who I need to get on the podcast, and I feel bad that I haven't yet. He's the guy that plays bass for Cryptopsy when Ollie is busy from The Last Felony. A great dude. Uh, Francois. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for uh, having me. Very stoked to be with you. I hope you've been having, a, from what I know, you've been very busy. That's what I know. And that, that, that's because you were like, can we not do it then, but do it later? Because I have a massive project to finish and I'm too stressed about everything. So so how does it feel now that, that you're, you're a little bit more out of the water? Uh, yeah, we had a, a super busy year uh, in 23. Uh, we shot two feature, that's two crazy. full feature. Yeah, it was uh, pretty intense, and uh, we had the, the chance to do a small festival tour, uh, beginning with uh, Fantasia, then we went to uh, Fantastic Fest in Texas, and then uh, Sieges in uh, Spain. Wow. And, uh, and, and even a small one in uh, Sheffield, UK, which is always, like, I was the kind of guy that didn't need to travel, or, or, or thought that didn't need to travel, I was fine at home. But I was so wrong. It's, it's like <laughs> traveling is is amazing, and and I'm kind of jealous of you guys. Like, 
going everywhere in the world. Like we, we only do a couple date, dates here and there, and uh, like I would have loved to to go to uh, Saudi Arabia is where you're thinking. Yeah, <laughs> it's the number one question that I get from people now. It's it's unbelievable how often I get talked about that. It's cool that you get to do that. I was thinking about. I was writing down my questions, and I was like, you know, did you ever think about making it? And then. I imagine myself getting questioned that and I'm like, that's a shit question. Let's not ask that question because we both sort of made it, but in different spheres. And it's not like any, any anything that you like. It's a, it's like a series of like happy accidents that lead you to somewhere. There's no definitive path to anything. Yeah. And it's a, uh, it's mostly about passion because correct. I, I don't know about you, but when I began, it was just for fun. Like we were making movies with friends. I, wouldn't thought that it would like change my life forever but yeah we we just began having fun uh we shot a movie in 2004 like a short like a super diy maybe the hardcore old school fan uh we'll find it on the internet somewhere yeah yeah i'm i'm in a collective called rkss but like it stands for roadkill superstar which was kind of our, our death metal name but we had to change it to uh, make it a little bit a little bit cleaner <laughs> but uh in 2004 it was uh, the movie was called bagman and it was just like for uh, a small festival in montreal called festival space and we wanted to uh, blow the, the the people's mind and we didn't think it would go further than that but uh, uh at, at that time i think there was not even YouTube yet. It, it was called Google Video. And somebody, not us, but somebody put it on the internet and it got like maybe one million views. Holy shit. Just like that. One of, one of those things that happen. Yeah. And uh, even for a DIY short, the, the, the short was dubbed in German also. It was, it was a kind of viral. Be- you, can't, you can't make this shit up. It's like, it's like you were a MySpace band almost. <laughs> yeah, kinda. so we thought that uh, with that success that we would be able to make the, the, the feature of that movie, uh, but we were trying to do it in French, and at that time it was super hard to uh, get the financing to do a, a horror, like a full-on gore slasher, and uh, we tried for 10 years to make that movie, but like... I don't know if it's, if it's the same thing, but uh, the first movie, like your first short, will be shit, and your first script will be shit too. But yeah, you, but learn you, you from have your, to make it. Yeah, yeah, you learn from your mistake, and uh, like, I'm sure if I read the script that we wrote for uh, the Bagman feature, it would be like uh, atrocious too. <laughs> Dude, even to this day, my first drafts for, for the new Cryptopsy record are, are on this computer somewhere and they're shit, but you gotta, <laughs> you gotta write something in order to make something you have to start and you have to complete that first draft of anything, whether it be a movie, uh, a script, um, lyrics, a song, and then you can fix it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, uh, like I said, we did a lot of more shorts. Uh, actually, it's a, it's a kind of a, a cool story because um, at that time I was 
passing that short at the uh, the Fofun Electric like it was a, a, a demo tape. Like a, Unbelievable. You're so metal. I love it. Let's build up to all of that. This is Vox and Hops. It's all about hanging out with my metal friends, talking about their lives and music while sharing craft beers. What are you drinking on your side tonight, Francois? Oh, shit. What am I drinking? I am not a huge connoisseur. Uh, probably like you. You don't have a problem uh, like me. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I, I do like beer, like uh, like the next guy. But uh, when I went to Prague, I fell in love with Pilsner, and ever since then, that's my favorite drink. Hell yes! And uh, I did ask to. Uh, I went to uh, Les Biards Monde, and I asked, uh, "What what's your best pil- Pilsner?" So he. Hand me this one. Oh, Herman. Yeah, Herman. Herman are really underrated hype. I like them very much. And my friend that runs um, the craft beer store that I go to called Kevin, uh, called La Canette Villeray, uh, he loves them. And I've had a bunch of their project products, and that one is delicious. I think I've had that one. On my side... I'm drinking, like I have been for the past few episodes, in case people are listening to these back-to-back, Kanawaki Brewing. Uh, this is their uh, hard day's work. It's an ESB. Uh, it is uh, 5%. Shout out to my friend Drew that runs uh, Kanawaki Brewing. Um, hooked me up with this beer, and I'm a big fan of his stuff, so I'm going to crack it open and pour it out. Uh, as I do that, I would love to hear about your very first beer. Oh, my, my very first beer. Oh, shit. I don't think it's not it's, it's nothing special. It's probably no, no, a, they tend to not be. No, <laughs> uh, like a Molson Labatt Blur shit beer. But uh, I didn't have a, an older brother, but I did have an older cousin. And when we were uh, thirteen years old, he was uh, old enough to buy beer and. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He was I got tall. my first one. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's and cool. He's actually the the same cousin that uh, he was really into grunge music at that time, and that's when I got the hook, and I became a music fan. You know. So, so he 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 gave you your first beer. He got you into extreme music. Well, it wasn't that extreme. No, no, but like it's the it's the, the gateway. S- it's the gateway towards extremity. Yeah, I learned about uh, Nine Inch Nail and uh, Sun Garden. Smashing Pumpkins, Alice in Chains, all that tool. Yes, and, uh, yes. Yeah, uh, Nine Inch Nail was the was the band that like I was hooked, and after that I was like, "Oh my god, that's disgusting! I like it. I want more." <laughs> <laughs> I feel uncomfortable, and it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And after that, I was seeking like the most violent music, but at different intervals. Step. Yeah, yeah. So I like I did have a new metal phase. I don't want to talk it. I, I, I've, I've talked talk about it so much in the past <laughs> weeks. Do I've been doing a bunch of episodes recently, and it comes up on every episode that I'm a new metal child and that I still listen to it. So I, there's no shame here oh, okay, on Vox okay. and Hops about new metal and new metal is back. I, I like early Deftones. Same. Yep. hundred uh, percent. Biohazard l- led me to hardcore music. And then metalcore, then deathcore, and then brutal death, and yeah. And now I'm, I mean, I'm maybe older, and I listen to more uh, like stoner or uh, ground black metal. I didn't used to like it, but now I'm, 
I don't know. I'm opening my... Uh, That's good. That's good. It's good as we get older to open our horizons, yes. <laughs> yeah. And sorry if my English is... No, you're wonderful. Like, no, you're, bit, you're killing it's a bit it. Rizzy, but usually beer helped until it doesn't. <laughs> That is true. <laughs> it loosens up our inhibitions, but then all of a sudden we're, we're not as 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 uh, uh, as understandable as we think we are. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> talking about when I speak in French. Uh, <laughs> typically, I would ask about the soundtrack of your youth, but you just smashed through it. And I want to sort of like take all my typical questions and and spin them towards being a filmmaker. So, so talk to me about. The movies that you grew up watching that were not your choices to watch, were there any, like, your parents' favorite or your parents' or your guardians' favorite movies that they shared with you when you were growing up that sort of still stayed with you today? Oh, my God. Um, like, my, my parents was not really into music. Like, they were listening to radio, maybe Pink Floyd and Armonium here yeah. and there. Hell yeah. But my father, like, showed me movies, very violent movies, when I was way too young. Is there something that, like, marked you? Like, for myself, I remember watching so many weird movies with my dad, yeah. Still, and I still love, to this day, uh, Robocop, Total yes. Recall. Yes. Predator, Commando. I remember he, he lied to my mom to bring me to uh, the cinema, and we were supposed to watch, uh, like, a, I don't know, a cartoon but he bring me to uh, Terminator 2. Terminator Sorry, 2. No way. In the cinema. That and is awesome. And he was awesome. Uh, like telling me to like close my eyes at certain scenes. <laughs> like the... Yeah. And of course I was... Uh, of course. Still watching. But yeah, that, that, like thinking about it, it it's his fault. If I'm a filmmaker now, like that's uh, good. Was, that's, uh, that's awesome. Did your mother ever come around or ever discover or find out? Unless she will watch this and find out uh, that he did not take you to see that that cartoon movie. <laughs> but she 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 passed away. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, she she my mother was sick. Uh, she she got I don't know what it was in English uh, sclerosis en plaque. Multiple sclerosis. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, I didn't show her the movies I was making at some point because it was too heavy. Too heavy. Yeah, I remember I some like a, at a Christmas party with the whole family. They wanted to see what I was doing. Uh, like, a, oh, you're making some movies. Can can we see it? And it was Bagman. And <laughs> I I remember just seeing my my grandmother just watching the corner and not the TV. And my gosh. They were like. Yeah. We're proud of you, sort of, yeah. and, and also very worried. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it was always a like a, not a like my father was like you you it's it's fun like a pa to have a passion. It's okay to have a passion, but at some point you need a real job. And uh, because we were trying to make a feature for the longest time, and at some point. We did switch in English, and that's when we had multiple doors that opened, and we finally uh, were able to do uh, the first the, our first feature. And when my father learned that we got Michael Ironside as the the main villain, that's when he was like, "Oh, okay." You're serious? Huh? You're you're a real director now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know that guy's face and name. 
<laughs> yeah, well, he he's the one that showed me the uh, Total Recall. So. Exactly. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Take me. Let's, let's move forward to, to were you a kid? Were you that kid that had the video camera? And we're always recording stuff like the Goldbergs, this TV show. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Anyways, um, um, or were you? Was it a group of friends that just became something out of shits and giggles? How did it all just really the start of it? Like bands start because you want to start a band, and I play bass, you play. But making a movie or a group of people, and you're all sort of just working together at multiple jobs, but the same job. Yeah. Well, we were uh, like hanging hanging out in the video store all the time mm. like watching all the horror section i remember were you uh, working there or were you was it was it a no 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 but but we um like at that time uh, it was with uh anouk yuan and uh, jonathan prevost which were uh uh like uh, jonathan was my friend in uh in school and then i met anouk uh at the Animation school in the Cégep du Montréal, and they told me like we we did the same thing, but uh, we used to spend the whole week watching horror movie at the site. Uh, there was a store called Vidoji at Saint Eustache. Are you from Saint Eustache? I I'm from Laval. No so. way. Okay. <laughs> from from from, from Laval West. Uh, I was in uh, Vimont, which is a, uh, but I I, I did uh, move to Saint Eustache. For the like the, the 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 biggest part of my life, really, because I'm from two mountains. Oh shit! Yeah, so I know Video G. That's why I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> wait oh. a minute. Yeah, that's cool. Awesome. Okay, <laughs> back to the interview. Le Monde Petit. Yeah. To very very small. <laughs> so yeah, you could uh, rent like uh, seven horror movies for uh, seven days for seven bucks. Exactly. Or yeah, something like that. It smells like popcorn. So <laughs> That's how it began. Uh, I remember seeing Brain Dead, which yeah, that movie, like I got the spark in my brains. Come, I want to do this. It seems like super fun to to make. And what what was it about the the horror and the gore? Is it the same thing about like the the extremity and extreme death metal and the the cover art? What was it about horror that just captured you so much back then? I don't know. Um, like. I wasn't into extreme, like... Not the torture, weird sh- stuff. No. Snuff like, stuff. I, I love my gore that is funny and you have a good time. And this mm-hmm. is a party movie. Not the, the, the one that shocks you. But yeah, uh, like uh, Peter Jackson's Brain Dead was... Uh, and Bad Taste, his earlier movie, his first one. I remember like watching everything about... The like making of every it, make, yeah. every making of, and uh, yeah, we like starting to just have fun with a a vacation camera, a very shitty one. Yeah, and uh, we were doing everything like uh, the makeup, the FX, the acting, the directing, the filming. Wow. We didn't know anything about filmmaking. Like I didn't know, uh, like. Uh, like uh, a DOP, like a photography. Yeah. Didn't know shit about that. Just pure passion and like weekends and like summers between CJEP or... Yeah, yeah. Um, we... Like the, the first shorts we made like at, at, at the beginning, we didn't finish them. And at some point we're like, oh, all right, we'll make one. We'll finish it. 
and uh, then we'll try to uh, show it to our friends. Uh, we did it, and it became a short called Derma, which is a two two dead two dead yeah two dead. And it was like 45 minutes long. It was it's a long short. <laughs> <No>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that is, that's the first mistake you do. Like it's way too long. <laughs> If you shot it, doesn't mean you need it. You can cut yeah. it. And, yeah. And uh, but the the gore was fun. The uh, we we had we we had the, that sense of rhythm, like uh, in the action. Nice. The timing. Um, you had that sense. The 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 yeah. understanding of how to pace. An action scene, and uh, yeah, we uh, we met with uh, I, I remember with the uh, Jared Man and uh, Carniard, which uh, they both had festival, festival space and Vitesse Lumière. Uh, we were also a huge fan of uh, Fantasia Festival. I have a whole was, thing. I wrote Fantasia down here. Yeah, cool. But it was mainly our film school because we were there at the very beginning, and we used to watch every movie. So yeah, it would, we never expected to one day <laughs> present a movie. At. That's so cool. It's so so cool. Talk to me about, uh, <laughs> and I'm sure that you've learned like and made this way better. But do you remember the first recipe that you made for blood? First recipe? Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> we didn't go too far. We the first one was just tomato juice. <laughs> Which sucks when you have it in your eyes and smells super bad. Yes. I don't recommend it at all. And then at some point we finally have a, had a a good recipe with a um, chocolate syrup, okay. like quick, okay, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, corn syrup and a, a red food color, coloring. Yeah, food coloring. Then. And was way way better, but uh, sometimes it's bad when you're outside because uh, you have problem with uh, with bees and. Uh, oh shit! Okay, yeah. <laughs> but besides that, I just can't drink quick anymore. Like <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> but yeah, that, that, that that's how we begin. That's amazing, man. And then, like, you you get the viral hit, and it gets uploaded to Google Video. And now, of course, you guys are not getting any, I guess at that time, nothing was being monetized either. So you guys weren't getting any kickback for the viralness of it all. Oh, yeah. Uh, not, not at all. But we, we at that time, we, we wanted to sell DVDs. Yes, we, you're right. Yeah. We, and we were dumb to not put it ourselves on the net. Yeah. Because we, we just didn't understand how... What, where everything was headed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, so you were mentioning that you had a lot of struggles until you switched to English. So talk to me about what's happening in Quebec and the funding there um, and it not falling into horror. Why does Quebec not support horror movies back in the 2000s, whereas now they seem to be a little bit more into it because there's a few more coming out from what I'm seeing, at least? I don't know. It's... Here in Quebec, it, it's always like that kind of cinema was seen as a lower like form, is, is lower it? form yeah. of art, like B movies. It's not real cinema. Uh, here, we like the money that uh, the subsidies was giving to make movies was mainly for dramas and arts house and nothing, just for uh, entertaining and. Or uh, something more uh, American, if you, if you if you want. But yeah, and and I like I said, 
maybe our skip was bad at that time and we did <laughs> they get were, they, better they, at it. So <laughs> they I, didn't I have don't the want heart. to shit on them because, yeah, we... we <laughs> they didn't have the heart to tell you that it was the script, <laughs> but <laughs> we have no funds. <laughs> but still, the, the, the small festival motivated us to continue. And, uh, yeah, uh, at one point we were switching to English and uh, we were... We did a... I should tell a story just before sure. uh, going too too far, and uh, I want I really want to tell it because uh, usually I can talk about metal when I get interviewed, and now I'm sure you will the perfect, appreciate the perfect platform. But I don't think I would be here without this Spice Icon. Really? Because I, I I was hanging out with them like I, I love the whole scene uh, like. I don't know how many times I saw uh, Despise, Iron Dissonance, Benny the Massacre, the, that, that whole crew that I, I was friend, friends with them and I was hanging my Bagman DVD. And the, the guy that shot one of the first, like the, the, the first clip of Despise Icon uh, is Jean-Philippe Bernier and uh, Alex uh, shown in my, my movies. And he said, like, those guys are super good. They just need someone like me to tell them how, <laughs> like how the, the technical side yeah. Yeah. Of, of filmmaking. And that's how we met Jean-Philippe Bernier, which became our DP. And also he did uh, the music. Uh, like it was the first time that we finally have original music because like Metal, uh, like Bagman was just music that we not stole, but we didn't have the right to. <laughs> to, to, to. It was before, it was before the internet, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now you, you can't do that. No, no, you can't do that. You, you get slapped to on the wrist right away. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's... Uh, that's cool. That's the, well, cool for... Cool for uh, shout out to Alex Yang because he's awesome and I love him. Uh, and it's cool that he, he helped you move along and everything. You never thought about getting into that world of making music videos? It was not... You, know, you guys never made one or uh, thought about making one uh, or got approached about making one? Yeah, we... There was a lot of talk, I think, for... Uh, the Benny the Massacre clip or uh, an uh, Iron Dissonance clip, I think, but it, it never uh, got made. But we did a clip for um, Le Matos, which is uh, Jean-Philippe's band. And uh, also I was there for the spies uh, in the arm of perdition. I was the uh, art direct director on, the, on, that, uh, on that clip and I used to... Uh, uh, pour water on the on the drum, and it was so freezing. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, for, for the for the, the the yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> so it was a it was a cool experience, but my god, it was so freezing. It was insane. <laughs> <laughs> if we suffer for our art, is what we do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so everything's building up. It keeps happening. You switch to English. You get all this funding. You make a movie. At what point? And I'm gonna ask this question at this point. Is at what point did you realize Turbo Kid was a fucking hit? Well, um, that's another thing. Uh, do you know Jason Eisner that did a movie called Hobo with a Shotgun? I do. Yeah, yeah. He's the one that pushed us. Put like he told us there's a, a competition called ABCs of Death. Yeah, and uh, they they have like every letter will be a short film, and they they have the T, the letter T, for the public, and you guys absolutely need to do one for that contest. So we were 
Paul Pump. We, we were at Fantasia when we met him. And I remember in the car going back home, we were already brainstorming. And that's how we came up with uh, the idea for Turbo Kid, which was basically a, a low-budget Mind Max. A hundred percent, yes. <laughs> we, we'll use BMX bikes. Is that because, I have a question about that, is that because of Rad? Did you guys watch Rad as a kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Rad, uh, BMX Bandit, uh, yeah. all the, the the Italian ripoff of Mind Max, which yeah. I love. It was made... <laughs> I didn't with, see that one, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the new barbarians is a. Uh, okay. You need to watch it with uh, with friends and a couple of beers. Okay, I mean, it's in. not like they, they. It's not fine cinema, but it's a good time. They, they, they are very cheesy, but <laughs> but definitely like the whole kickoff of the movie. I was watching it last night, and it, I was like, "Damn, this makes me think of Rad with that montage, the song, <laughs> the vibe, the music is cool. It's it's it hits. It reminds me of like Survive, um, that synth wave rock stuff. So so. The movie's a hit. You guys do so many. You you win a bunch of like festivals. You, you we won a bunch of awards too, which I wrote yeah, down we, somewhere. But you you won a bunch of awards. Um, South by Southwest, you, you won, which is crazy. Fantasia, you won, just just crazy to 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 grow up studying there, and then you present a movie there, you win there, and then all of this is happening, and it's all over and finished. Was there a moment of, oh, my God, what are we going to do next? It, was there like that fear of a follow up, which happens to bands? I'm wondering if it happens to directors. Uh, yeah. Well, I, at that point, we were just like stunned. Uh, we we the, the, the movie premiere in Sundance uh, yeah. in, uh, yeah. in Park City, which was insane. And because of that, uh, Hollywood was interested by us and we got uh Agent and manager, crazy. And the, the whole thing. They, You're like, I just want to make we, a hang out with my friends and make movies and laugh and have fun. And here we are with agents. Yeah, and they were like, "Come down in LA. You'll make the tour of the uh, of the studios and met everybody." And yeah, they were like, "Awesome, we love Turbo Kids. So, what's next? Do you have another script?" So, Jason Eisner told us, "You need to be. You need." You need to have a script ready, so we uh, we try to to have one. Uh, as a matter of fact, you you need to have a multiple project because every movie that gets the green light, 20, like every indie dumps. movie, yeah. that it, it it's a miracle. So we you, if you put your eggs in the same basket, it's uh, very risky. And uh, yeah. Yeah, we. Uh, so, so you have uh, multiple done now. You've done two last year. You have three before that, and more. But that means you have that means you have like fifty for real, like ideas. <laughs> not not fifty, but uh, maybe more than five. But in between five and, and tens, at some point, in different state of development, of, yeah, uh, of development, yeah, and uh, we met uh someone in LA that saw Turbo Kid and like I don't know if you know the the saying in, in LA in Hollywood every everyone have a script. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy Matt uh, had a script and he pitched the idea to to us which was a, a Goonies that had a very dark ending and we were kind of oh can please tell us more. 
Uh, and yeah, we, we said yes to that project and we didn't know that it would be that project that would have the, the green light. I don't know. So what movie, that, that became Summer of 84? Yep. And it was like the whole thing, just like a, maybe a couple of weeks before uh, going into Vancouver to, sh to shoot the movie, we learned about uh, Netflix uh, Stranger Things. And we're like, no, <laughs> they did it first. So we, uh, it was a, a curse and a blessing at the same time because we, uh, it shows the, the, the financier and the di distributor that that's what the people want. Like yeah, yeah you're definitely like on it, the right um, yeah, wavelengths of what audience wants. There's definitely a, like a, something that I've been noticing, and I don't know if I didn't see We Are Zombies yet, so I, I can't talk about it or know about it. I'm imagining maybe it is, and I hope I'm on the right idea here, is that there's a lot of like uh, tinges of nostalgia in your movies. And, and that's what's happening right now in the world, you know? We're still kids at heart. And uh, that's why in Turbo Kid, like, we, we not only have reference and, and life, it's a love letter to our, to our childhood and not just movies, also video games or a cartoon that we were watching uh, with uh, way too sugary cereal. Yes. <laughs> when we were kids in, in our PJs. So, and yeah, Summer was right into the same alley. It was the most serious movie we did, which I was a bit nervous because uh, our fan was used to our humor and uh, mm -hmm. but we we didn't want it to do the same thing over and over again, and we wanted to show that we can evolve and make different kind of of movies and uh, yeah, uh, now it's been five years since the release of of Summer of eighty four and it's uh, one of the most watched movies uh, on Shutter. As we speak, that's so, amazing, dude. Yeah, so you did something right. You did something right. Even with the all the call, like oh, it's a Stranger Thing ripoff. <laughs> I feel I feel a, 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 a sore spot here, <laughs> but <laughs> but now it, it did find uh, his public, and I, I did watch the first season of Stranger Thing, and I was like, oh, okay, it's not kind of the yes, we have eighties keys, eighties kids on bikes. But besides that, uh, we're not going in the, the same, same direction. Yeah. Tropes. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Vox and Hobsons? I just want to take a little moment about Cryptopsy's upcoming tours. That's right. I'm talking about the Scream of Perseverance tour and our headliner dates that coincide with that tour called As Summer Burns. The Scream of Perseverance tour is kicking off at the end of May and runs all the way until the end of June. We are supporting the mighty death to all. We are going all over the United States and we are hitting some of Canada. So excited to be honoring the legendary music of death alongside amazing musicians that performed on these albums. Even more stoked to be doing some headliner dates in some cities that I've actually never played in. If you are planning to come to any of these shows, you should definitely grab your tickets by going to voxandhops.com slash summer and you will be able to grab all of your tickets there. That's voxandhops.com slash summer. Do it, people. Come hang out with me. Enjoy life, metal, and craft beer in your hometown. Come to a show. We're going to have a great time. Now, enough about all of that. Let's get back to the episode.
Talk to me about, I, I, there's a lot of movies, you're a metalhead, obviously. Um, there's a lot of movies being made right now about metalheads. And I feel like you haven't done that yet. What, what do you think about all these, these movies that have been made? Um, I wanted to write down the names, but I did it before. I have Lords of Chaos in, the, in my head, but that is not the right one because that's about something else. But it's, uh, you know what is I mean. Is it Dead Gazin? Yes, that's one as an example. Uh, and then there's another one that Netflix made, which was which was actually pretty good, about a, like a, a guy in high school forming a band. And so, so you guys have not made like a metal-esque themed. Uh, Stranger Things had the metal dude in it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Where he plays the Metallica riff and, and, and on the top of something, and it was everywhere. So, so this also falls into that like hitting the wavelengths. But you guys haven't hit that yet. And is there a reason for that, or is it something you want to do in the future, like a band movie or something? I would love to. I would love to. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we should. Like, we need to write it ourselves. I think because uh it has to come from someone you have to know it yeah it it needs to come from uh, from the heart and uh which uh being a metal held is a uh, is also <laughs> like it's about passion i i knew i was either going to make cinema or music and i did have a band at some point really but, what uh, what instrument did you play oh i, I was the singer oh very but, cool uh, I, I wasn't gifted like i'm not <laughs> and I have asthma as well. Oh, oh no. <laughs> you can get around that. <laughs> but it was in high school. It was we were mainly drinking beers and uh take like we have more pictures of the band that we had songs. <laughs> see, so you're ahead of your time. See, now you would be successful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. You know, it's all about but, branding yeah, no. and image. <laughs> but I, I I was good with the with the set like I could hear a, a melody and I could recreate it. I didn't know what notes I was doing, but uh, I had a good ear. But besides that, uh, like now I'm way too far <laughs> in the, the cinema path. So I'll, I'll continue, that, continue down that road. Did you, yeah. did you play a show? Uh, just in high school. Not uh, in a... Like, it was fun. <laughs> you remember the show? Do you remember, were you ready? Were, was the band ready? Do you remember the feeling before getting on? And how close was that feeling to you stepping on stage at Fantasia and, and presenting Turbo Kid? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I'm still a shy guy, but I, I don't know. I like having fun and I sometimes, like, I, I'm shy, but I just, I, I, I just say fuck it and I go on stage and I, do my best and whatever happens at it. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess it was the same mindset. And uh, now that I went, like, I, we did so many festivals, like, I'm kind of a... Seasoned veteran. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't mind. I, I need to be prepared in my head before. Like, I have to be careful not to be too... Yes, that that totally works against us. But if you're right, it just in the right pocket, and you you turn it on, it it's really fun yeah, yeah, to yeah. to stand in front of a crowd of people and and talk to them and animate them. Yeah, and since we're uh, uh, like I'm not alone, we're three directors. So like even uh, and I if I stumble or I'm struggling and searching someone my picks words, you up, someone this, picks it up for yeah, you. Yeah, Johan will help me or Anuk will help me and. We're, uh, I don't know, we're, 
we developed that uh, that hive mind, if you like. That's interesting. Now, now on, on that subject of working with other people, is that difficult or is it something you just mentioned that it's easier because they pick up when you're stumbling? Is that something that happens when you're actually working on the movies, uh, writing the movies, putting the movies together? And is it uh, ever a time, and if they're listening or watching this, um, I'm not trying to cause shit. Is there ever a moment uh, <laughs> where it would be easier if you were alone? Um, like, everybody was... Uh, like it's the the first question we we have every time. Like, really? Oh, this is the directors. shit question. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, so at least I'm I'm, I'm, so, I'm 38 minutes in before I asked it. At least it's it's so unusual to have three directors, and usually we we have um like how like how is it possible? Are and how are you still friends? But I don't know. For for us, like like I said at the beginning, we uh, we started that way. We w- wanted to make movies. Uh, with our friends and just have fun and we like at the beginning we were doing everything so for for us it's just normal we always work that way um we do argue but it's, yeah but it's uh, normal for people to argue so no, no, it's normal for people to argue you should argue if you don't argue it'd be weird yeah and it's uh mainly when we write uh so when we and we learn a long time ago to put your ego on the side and when you pitch an idea, it's not your idea; it's an idea, and that's together good. we'll oh, I we'll like that. pick the best one. That's a good idea. Then that's that's a good idea. No, that's a good way to approaching pitching things. It's not your idea. Don't come attached and don't be so defensive of an idea that you came up with. It's an an idea. If that idea that you like is a, is is not choose or chosen, it doesn't matter. Move on to the next one. Yeah. Yeah, it's just an idea. It's like a riff or anything. We, Cryptops have gotten over that. Chris loves to tell us how much we suck. Um, <laughs> uh, the next question that you must hate getting, and I'm going to ask you it, is: <laughs> um, Is there going to be? Are you working on? And when is uh, Turbo Kid number two coming? Does it need a sequel? Is another follow up question. And you know, sometimes it's best to let let people want something. Yeah. Well. well. We know the fans want it really bad, and it's our baby. We love that world. I think it's. Uh, I don't want it to. I don't want to compare it to, like, uh, an IP like Star Wars. But it we we could expand that world in a in a sequel, or um, we actually we have a video game that will no way uh, come out pretty soon. That's funny. I was going to ask that. Yeah. 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 And. Uh, we wanted, uh, it's a small company, a, a very cool company called Aldermind in Montreal. Very good. And we told them, like, we want something, uh, uh, like, we're huge geek. Uh, we play video, video game all the time. And we want a game that we'll be proud and we want, in, we would want to play ourselves. Yeah, yeah no, of course. Yeah. Not just a, an app for uh, promotion. So yeah. they, they went all in. Amazing. They, uh, so uh, I just received a, a build. To test it, so I'm very ha- uh, very I can't wait to uh, play it. But yeah, uh, I can't say that, that the date, but it's uh it's gonna be released uh, at the beginning, like the first quarter of uh, uh, of this year. So oh shit, so it's coming. It's pretty soon. Pretty soon. Very very cool. Uh, and then yes, uh, there's a script for the the sequel. Uh, we have to do another pass, uh, and then. Uh, 
cross our fingers that uh, Telefilm Canada and Sodec uh, will uh, choose this project Hell and uh, yes. be financed by our tax money. Very no, it's good. I'll, <laughs> I'll pay my taxes if I can watch a sequel. <laughs> uh, what about this? You mentioned it before. Um, finding out that Netflix was was pitching Stranger Things or was putting out Stranger Things as you guys were doing summer of 84. Would it ever be something realistic or a goal of yours to get onto a streaming service to have them finance um, something in the future for you, like a TV series, hypothetically, or a movie? Yeah, yeah. We're uh, super open to, uh, like, we... So far, we we made four feature. But we would sure like to uh, try TV, which is a a format that uh, I didn't think I would like to work with. But since uh, shows like uh, Breaking Bad and uh, True Detective, and yeah, they like it's awesome. It's uh, it's deep, real cinema. Cinema at this point, and the scripts are always amazing. And there's a there's a real like hole. I don't see see that there's a TV show that's like super gory but also funny. And that's something that you guys really hit. And I feel like it's very popular right now. The comedy horror. It, it like balances itself. Like, I think like, what's the Shaun of the Dead or something? It was like probably my first foray into very cheeky, funny British humor, but it was also gory. You know what I mean? Yeah, Shaun of the Dead is awesome. Yeah, it's uh, one of my favorite mo- zombie movie. For sure. And yeah. So, so I think that there's definitely a, like a market and, and, and a hole missing for a TV show with that type of humor with the gore in it. It's just, it's, it's harder to get money for that type of. Uh, because it's so like, violent, it's too niche. Is, is, is. It's too niche. Uh, it's not everybody. Like, it's not. Everybody's cup of tea. Like, horror, horror uh, gory horror comedy. It's super rare that you'll have a. A movie that will be main, mainstream. It's usually horror content, horror, uh, like a cool concept that yeah. you can, yeah. like at very few location, so it doesn't cost yeah. too much money. And yeah, it, it, if you have a huge fight at the end with tons of gore, for sure, it's, uh, it's something a plus. that that costs a lot of money Interesting. and a lot of time. Okay. It's so foreign to me. It's so so different than than compared so to. So y- you need to be passionate to do that. Like we don't do it for for money, obviously. And I th- I, I I'm sure you can draw us yeah. very similar to uh, extreme music. Yeah, totally. We don't do it for money. We do it because we like it, and it's fun, and it's it's interesting, and it's a, it's a way of expressing ourselves. Uh, I love it very, very, very much. I, I'm proud of you. I think it's really cool that you're, you've, you've accomplished this much um, from from going to to uh, Video G um, and <laughs> renting those seven horror movies in that basement, and it smelled like popcorn in there all the time because they had that popcorn machine. It was. <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, we at some point they, they obviously they they closed. They all died and became and a paint we, store. But <laughs> yeah, and you could. Like we we were too late, but uh, every cool horror movie was sold. Yeah, when they uh, yeah, yeah, you so can go I, in and I like see. buy up their 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 cassettes because it was it was closing. Man, that whole like the the basement was a uh, it was crazy. It was yeah. insane. I had to like sweet talk my <laughs> dad to heavy. bring me over every once in a while. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> uh, I love this segment that I'm going to bring up right now. It's called Fight the Hops. 
Um, it's where I ask my guests a very short-term goal, something that you're hoping to accomplish within the next month or two. What are you doing right now to fight the hops? I'm trying to not spend too much time on video games and like <laughs> it's market research that, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can try to, to like no, I'm not wasting my time. I'm doing research. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we need to find like like I said, we we just finished uh, two movies, which is going to going to be released this year. I don't know when. That's crazy. It's, when when you release a movie, it's when you need to um, like we we will have the spotlight on us. So we need to get a, another project going as soon as possible. Wow. Uh, There's so, never like a moment of lull where you could just rest. Well, we could, but uh, like we don't have a. Uh, like I quit my day job to 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 do Turbo Kid, yeah. And so really? far, wow. I, I did I didn't go back. Wow, so that's like ten years. It, yep. Wow. So if I want to to eat, I need to <laughs> <laughs> I need to make another one. Interesting. So that, that, so that that's super. That's the thing. We we have a a very interesting and crazy life. Uh, and a bit stress and a bit stressful, a lot stressful, but uh, being able to travel around the world with our art and seeing the fans that like are so happy to see us and just to drink beer with them and talk about horror movies. It's the, yeah. yeah, it's the best pay. It's the it's the real pay. Hell yes, so, man! I like that. And you know what? I always get asked this question. I wonder if it's different. Let me like the parallel that we have here. People always like, well, where's your favorite place to play? And I always say the crowds are always the same. When when you hit Graves of the Father, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna fucking move. Though? I find the crowds, but is it different? I find a hundred percent. Japan Japan they're much more quiet. I'll I'll mention that. But when the pit starts, the pit's the same. So 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 for yourself, when you screen in different countries, have you noticed a difference? Like Fantasia is one of the best crowd in the world. The best, yeah, yeah. Like every screening is a is a full-on party. Uh, I there's some place in the world that are like that. It's just because um, we're spoiled. Because <laughs> we're from here. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I can say the same thing. I, I, I saw metal show uh, like at I don't know where, but maybe. An example when we were when we were shooting in Vancouver, I did like see every metal show that was uh, coming through in Van City uh, at that time, really? and That's uh, so I cool. remember come ah, I wish it was in Montreal because the pit would be way more insane. Oh, okay. But it, I guess it depends on the maybe it's from my perspective standing out front. Maybe, maybe, yeah. yeah. But. I know we're very lucky here in Quebec because uh, I don't. Um, even if there's a huge uh, snowstorm, they're going to go. Will still show up. Yes, we yeah, will because we're used to it. It's like today we had <laughs> wonderful weather today. <laughs> we still all went to work. Nothing was canceled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, good for you taking ten years of your life and, and accomplishing your dreams and, and and smashing through it and like finishing one project and knowing that you can't just sit on your ass and play video games, even if it is your video game for your movie that you have to try out. You still have to be creative and have those two, three, five other projects ready to go because people are going to ask you what's up next. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, 
we'll sleep uh, when we're dead. Hell yes. Well, I hope that you come to a point where there can be breaks, and I hope that you do take breaks because it's important for mental health and um, listen to your bodies. And if you do need a break, I encourage you guys to take a break. I like making collabs. I've made a bunch of collabs uh, with Kanawaki Brewing. Um, I've released 80 beers over the past five years with the podcast. I've done some stuff for Cryptopsy. Wow. I love it. Um, making beers is my thing. If you were to do something like a piece of merchandise, maybe you've already done it, like a very cool Turbo Kid merchandise or something for yourself, what would be the perfect collab? Can we have a, a Turbo Kid beer? I'm sure that you can have a Turbo Kid beer. That's an easy thing to get done. Any brewers that are listening to this that want to make a Turbo Kid beer, Francois is interested. So that it's as easy Hell as yeah. that. Hell yeah. <laughs> watch, watch. <laughs> I'll write you when they say something. <laughs> That'd be cool. What kind of beer would it be? What would you want? A Pilsner, a Czech Pilsner. <laughs> I will sure want my Pilsner. What did they drink in the movie? When, when he goes to the bar at the beginning, what are they drinking? It should be something thematically based upon that. That'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, the... Like very shitty, shitty water <laughs> that they are drinking. I guess the the Bagu is drinking uh, alcohol, like a very strong, like distilled moonshine. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can think of something. Then we can work with that'd be cool if you can make a Turbo Kid beer. I'm sure people would like to see that. And I'm sure uh, Johan is a like it's the the other one. Yeah, my friend, the tall, bald guy, is a huge beer drinker so okay well let's do it people um hit me up and if you want to make a turbo kid beer francois yoan and everyone are into it so so let's do that uh, i have one last question um to wrap this up it is the classic vox and hops wrap-up question now it probably doesn't happen to you very often because you 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 can't rest and you you finished two movies last year and you're already thinking about the next three or four uh but every once in a while hypothetically when you wrap up and you like you say that's a wrap and you know the movie's over what is your hangover cure oh my hangover cure shit maybe a a shower and a bloody Caesar? Yes. This, the, 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 the bloody Caesars come around. The showers, that's something I do. And, and more as I've gotten older, I don't know if it's like, do we drink the water? I find I drink more water in the shower when I'm hungover. I think it's just, it's just in our head. <laughs> like, ah, I Nothing. feel so dirty. <laughs> what did I do to myself? <laughs> Hell but, um, yes. When we were in uh, Korea, uh, I, like, I did party way too much and the festival like the the, the nice people the festival gave me a small can of a hangover cure and with a, a Korean doctor <laughs> like, you know it's good when <laughs> yeah and I think it did work wow okay what was in it do you know or was it just as a mystery ingredients a mystery brew <laughs> like a <laughs> it tasted funny but I guess uh, I'm not sure I want to know what's in it. No, no, not now. Well, now it's okay. <laughs> when I but think about no. it. <laughs> That's amazing. But if ever in Korea, look look out for a hangover cure with a... The doctor. Happy doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yes. Francois, thank you so, so much for taking the time. Talking, about, talking to me about your life, about making movies, a little bit about beer. Um People, go check out his movies. Uh, Turbo Kid, Summer of 84, We Are Zombies. There's two more on the way. Incredible. Well, the, the, the other one is called Wake Up, which is a, a, a slasher set in a Ikea. 
Oh, this, it's already going to Ikea is my nightmare, so this is great. <laughs> so be on, be on the lookout for uh, both We Are Zombie and Wake Up. Hell yes. Okay, well, you, you, I hope you have a great night. Thank you so, so much. This is great. Cheers. Hey, thank you. Cheers. Thanks for having me. Hey, thank you all so, so much for listening right to the end. You know that I love and appreciate that. Man, this was an awesome conversation. I have really not had that many filmmakers on the podcast, and that is something that I want to change because I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but I absolutely love movies and television, and I do tend to find enough time to watch a bunch of stuff, uh, such as Turbo Kid, and I loved that when it came out, and I totally am very stoked that a guy that grew up in the town over from me in St. Eustache is now a renowned filmmaker that has released multiple movies. I am making it my mandate to watch the rest of your movies, Francois. He's a metalhead, people. He makes great movies. If you have not checked out Turbo Kid or any of his other movies, please do so. I have put the link to his IMDb in the description of this podcast. Go and check them out. Support this metalhead movie maker. I think it's goddamn awesome. Thank you, Francois, for being you and keep up the killer work now if you enjoyed this vox and hops episode you should sign up to the vox and hops metal podcasts mailing list you can do that on my website voxandhops.com that's v-o-x-a-n-d-h-o-p-s.com and when you do that you shall receive one email a week that contains all of the details of everything that has happened in the world of the vox and hops metal podcast you'll get to see which episodes i dropped recently you will also get to see which episodes i have coming up you will get to hear about any projects i have in the works for the vox and hops metal podcast and you will also be updated on whatever I got going on with Cryptopsy. That's right. Cryptopsy, we just dropped our brand new album back in September of 2023, and we are doing a whole bunch of stuff. We are planning a massive 2024, starting with that European tour, uh, the Unquestionable Blasphemy Tour with Atheists that's coming up at the end of February. It's running all across Europe until the end of March. You also get to see which albums the Vox and Hops album review crew have reviewed recently, and you will get to see which albums Jerry Monk, Vox and Hops' metal architect, has added to the Brutal Awakenings playlist. There's always a lot of stuff going on in the world of the Vox and Hops Metal podcast, and I hate when you miss a single thing, so do me a favor and sign up to the mailing list. The Vox and Hops Metal podcast is brought to you by Sound, Talent, Media, and Evergreen Podcasts. I hope you have a killer rest of the week. I will be back next week with yet another episode on Tuesday, but until then, remember to enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. Cheers, Vox and Hops heads. Hey everyone, this is Tuck from Fit for a King in Off-Road Minivan. Every week I bring you fun interviews alongside your favorite metalcore entertainers with my new podcast, Get Tucked. Join me every Monday with bands like Counterparts, Crystal Lake, like Moths to Flames, and many more. We play unsigned and undiscovered bands, deep dive into each artist's history, and of course provide the greatest breakdowns in current metalcore. Tune in to Get Tucked every Monday, out now through Sound Talent Media.